All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Coming in Hot. Uh, I'm Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, who's busy chasing wild turkeys in his backyard, and Bobby Ryan, who's about to hit the links for the 87th time already this season. Boys, hi. (laughs) Hello there. Good morning, buddy. Beautiful day in Nashville. Beautiful day. Not so much here. My, uh, I just got a report. It's gonna. We're gonna get more snow, Wally. More snow is coming. Come on, Uncle. But hey, I, Uncle. Listen, I have a picture. I should. <laughs> I should send it to uh, Alex. Uh, April twentieth, I think, uh, two years ago, it was a snowstorm. So I know it yeah, might so. have been April thirtieth. So anyway, uh, it, it happened. It's gonna snow all year. Um, I'm, lots I'm out of here, on. anyhow. What, where are you going now? I'm going to Mexico uh, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, and then, hey, when you get back what? the week after that, I'm out of town, Wally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, as always, Renfrew Pro holding the show together. <laughs> there you go. Just, just I get, I give a piece up. of tape around you. You're, you're good to go. <laughs> okay. I'll be trying to find a new partner. Alex will be on the show next week. That's what will happen. Um, (laughs) Alex, great, for sure. Boys, uh, we got lots to talk about. By the way, this show, uh, as always, presented by Patel. I've got some information and some news regarding the sale and the arena and stuff that's going on. So uh, I'm going to get right to it. 
um, and it's it's and I will preface this by saying because Yorkie, we get this all the time. Can Jason York talk about the sale of the team? Uh, for those bit. who don't necessarily know, uh, your brother is Jeff York, uh, who has been widely rumored to be trying to put together a package or trying to come up with. So I and I literally don't know where that's at because I've told you all along I'm not going to ask you because I know there's lots of NDAs out there that you can't discuss. Yeah. So yeah, everything I've done, I've had to go around you to find information. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing. I, I will admit it's very weird to yeah. not go, Hey, Yorkie, what Just, did you tell me? We could play, so, you could play a game where he asked me a question and, and if I don't answer, yeah. it's like the answer, like one of those things. So you're well, saying, you know, you should oh, just play warmer, warmer. Just say next question. Yeah. <laughs> like, is Jeff York, your brother? Next question. Okay. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, so yesterday I put out a tweet, uh, asking uh, if there was a celebrity that might possibly be bigger uh, that you would like it's than other than Ryan Reynolds or a high-profile celebrity. We did get some uh, interesting choices. There was lots of debate about it. Let me put... So, gentlemen, I'll ask both of you. Would there be any type of high-profile celebrity out there that would make you go, hmm, that would be better than possibly having Ryan Reynolds? I mean, is there anybody that's capable? Like, I, I, I no. Yes, there is. Ted Lasso. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. little Jason uh, Sudeikis. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I give um, you that one. Yeah, that okay. That's my answer too. I'm piggybacking that because I don't, I don't right? really care. <laughs> I gotta be honest hey, with great. you. I don't by, care. by the way, one of the Somebody one of the just, best. By the way, one of the best sleeper comedies of all time, Hall Pass. Hall Pass. You guys seen that one? <laughs> phenomenal. I watched it right? last week. It's hey, it's a how good is that movie? How I mean, how it's good so, is um, uh, oh, is it Owen Wilson? Yeah, is that the yeah, other guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, I yeah, mean, he's Owen incredible Wilson. in it. <laughs> yeah, oh. Incredible. When they do the tour of the house, yeah. it's so good. So good. Wally, you, yeah, you obviously well, haven't seen it. The golf scene's incredible. I, 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 <laughs> I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I'm terrible at remembering movie stuff. Bobby and Yorkie Although movie reviews. I, Hall Pass is a must. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. You know what we should Listen, do is if you were um, voting for we, the Oscars. Oh, Tyler and Hall Tyler Pass. Ennis and I did this in the locker room. We did a we did a March Madness bracket of the best comedies of all time, and Hall Pass was in there, and it didn't go very far. And I was like, this people are sleeping on this movie. They're a sweet sixteen, and nobody knows it. <laughs> they don't understand. They don't understand. You got to watch. Trust me. But I think that's something we should put in the show. I, okay. I agree. Fair enough. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Can we well, we're starving for stuff Shawshank in July? Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there'll be lots in July with free agent signings. As long as we don't all oh, say fair. Shawshank Redemption is our favorite movie, we can move on. Deal. The, yeah, deal. Moving on. Uh, it is a good movie. I'm just tired of every hockey player picking it. Uh, so, what if I told you there is a group with a celebrity that would possibly have 370 million Instagram followers? Yeah, I know who it is. I I still don't care. Somebody just buy the team. <laughs> like, it's great. To, <laughs> like, it's it's awesome. But yeah, so, until somebody buys the team, I don't care anymore. I'm out. Just somebody get it done so we can yeah. start talking about it. It's going to get okay, so I have lots. All right. So let's. All right. Al, so here's who 
the so with one of the groups, the Nico Sparks group, I was told that their big celebrity is Alex. Do you want to unveil it? If you're some That's right. Gabriel thing in there. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Makes sense. Uh, is apparently yeah, involved with cool. the Nico Sparks group. So that's kind of cool. Would that sway you? Yeah. Like one of the biggest well known people on the planet could possibly be part of the face of your franchise. I think that's a pretty big deal. And I think Nico Sparks' group has him in their corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that too. I heard that floated around too. Cool. Uh, listen, and <laughs> let me just throw something Somebody... out there when it comes to everybody being depressed about Ma. If oh well, if it's not Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock are very close friends, uh, oh, from yeah. what I understand. Anyway, they've done a movie together called Red Notice. They've done a few uh, social media posts together, if I'm not mistaken. I I believe that may help sway. Possibly Ryan Reynolds joining that group if Nico Sparks was to get the uh, get the team. I'd also like to point out a couple other things about the Nico Sparks group. People talk about uh, where's the finance coming from. Now, by the way, The Rock is valued at $800 million. But the Nico Sparks group, from what I'm told, is backed by UK brothers uh, in the Rubin family. Uh, who have a combined net worth of $15 billion. Uh, some of the richest people in the UK. So they also own part of the Newcastle United football team. Uh, one other thing, and there's rumors that the weekend is also involved. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know people are speculating that. Um, the hockey advisor part, and Yorkie, you'll know who this is. Uh, Matthias Nordstrom is apparently on the hockey advisory side. He's the former LA King yeah. defenseman. Guess what? He's Swedish. Former captain. Oh, yeah. guess what? He's a very good <laughs> friend of Daniel Alfredson's. So, uh, again, there's all kinds of ties that relate back to certain groups. So that's the Nico Sparks group. Apparently, it's a big group. It's well-funded, obviously. It's got plenty of celebrity status. Uh, Nico Sparks, uh, as you see on the screen, has been working with the Ottawa Senators. He does a lot of AI stuff. Um, so, and I'm pretty certain i mean he's posting stuff about uh the rumors about him being part of a bidding group i would think he's still part mainly of trying to secure a franchise so that's one of them most of the other names of the people who are coming to town to that are shortlisted as everybody knows real estate developers um i did hear the kimmel family one and this is another interesting thing uh, and I don't know how fans would think about this. The Kimmel family is out of Toronto. They're a real estate development company as well. Very, very wealthy. Mm -hmm. Their f hockey advisor. <laughs> Let me guess. Let me guess. Matt Can I guess? Sundin. Yeah. Oh, I already said that. Sorry. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are Sens fans okay with Matt Sundin if he were to be part of the Ottawa Senators organization? <laughs> but again, he and Alfie are very, very tight. He was uh, Sundin that presented Alfie with his Hall of Fame plaque uh, this past year. So uh, that would be like, Yorkie, you played in the Battle of Ontario. Uh, <laughs> what do you think fan reaction would be to Matt Sundin sitting in the owner's suite <laughs> for the Ottawa Senators? So here's how it works. And, I, and I've heard that one too. 
I think it'd be Ottawa Senators fans would love that. It's Brendan Shanahan right now is running the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's not a historic right. Toronto Maple Leaf figurehead. <laughs> it's this is what happens all around the NHL. Pat Verbeek is running the Anaheim Ducks. He probably has speared or chopped a thousand former <laughs> Anaheim Anaheim Ducks and Mighty Ducks through his career. Um, this is what I'll say about Matt Sandin, and it's and if and there can only be so many people involved in teams, and Sandin has a great history with the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Brendan Shanahan is running the Toronto Maple Leafs, and if I was Matt Sandin and I wasn't involved and wanted to be involved, and this is just me spitballing here, maybe at some point he wanted to be involved, and why would Shanahan let him come in? Because you know how it works. You're very protective of your of your space and your yeah. what you're doing. So I could see a situation, if that was in fact true, and it, it did happen, their group won the bid, I could see a very motivated Matt Sundin wanting to beat the tar out of the Toronto Maple Leafs and Shanahan saying, you know what? You guys haven't won a cup since 67. Now that I'm part of the Senators, it's going to be even longer. That's how it works. Guys like this are competitive. <laughs> That's that's how it works, yeah. and it's uh, the the reason guys want to get involved is, is because the competitive juices are still flowing. So, if Senators fans, I would think twice about not about how you feel about things because once an athlete comes into a situation, they want to win just as bad as you do. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's I think, interesting. Um, yeah, I I everything you just said, I agree with. So, um, I, I I don't think you get to care. I think. If anybody buys the team, it's an upgrade right now, not to not you know from from where they're at. So I'd actually yeah, love yeah. to see a guy come in that has a personal vendetta against the Leafs a little bit. It would, it would be really cool. Um, yeah. So I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. So here's the the funny part is Jason Spezza works for the Toronto Maple Leafs against possibly Matt Sundin, who works for the Ottawa Senators. That's funny. That's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look ar look around all look around all the league right. Well, you look around the whole league right now, and yep. you'll see players. Uh, and I just mentioned a couple off the top of my head, sprinkled within organizations. And uh, like, look at Eiserman was running Tampa Bay for the longest time. Now he's back in Detroit. It's um, it's 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 just the way it is. But it should be pointed out that Shanahan and Spets are both Toronto natives and grew up in that area yeah. so they're well liked by the toronto city before this ever happened right like shanahan was welcomed with open arms when he took over well that's because toronto yeah, was a mess like they want they want yeah. anybody yeah, come yeah, in anybody could have gone in alfie could have taken good. over and they'd have been okay at that point <laughs> somebody get in here fair enough so okay um, we, um talking about the rank yeah I'd like to. I'd like to talk about. Uh, we that will. To, yes. Be... Okay. Stand by. Uh, this is a perfect time for you to uh, lead us into another wonderful edition of sponsor reads. Uh, All right. We will start. You know what? You can have Renfrew because you already mentioned it today. You get Renfrew Pro, and we'll give Yorkie Bei. Uh, Alex, whenever you're ready. My screen froze, and I got nothing. Can you guys hear me though? No, I can't yeah, even see yeah, it. Yes, I'm going cold. You. I okay. Well, this show, as always, I have nothing, so this is not a good time. This show held together loosely, same as my computer and graphics, uh, held together by Renfrew Pro. 
visit our friends at renfrewpro.com for free tape Fridays, the one with the green core. It's the best tape in the league. Everybody knows it. Um, I have no idea what I'm saying. Follow them at Renfrew Pro. I have to log back out and back in, apparently. But, um, <laughs> the one with the green core, available at all major retailers. <laughs> and um, if you're buying anything else, you're just wasting your time. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to log back out and log back in because I'm staring at right. Yorkie's forehead right now. Uh, Yorkie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bonisher Excavating, uh, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley community. Thanks to our sponsors. Um, when you're planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs. Custom crushing, screening, haulage, floating. They're hiring right now, Wally, again, remember? Get that summer job application in. Uh, you can reach them at 613-432-1120. BonisherExcavating.com. Ah, uh, very good. You know, that might be your best. And also... Um, this show is presented by our presenting sponsor, which we uh, thoroughly appreciate, Botano. Yes. Uh, go to botano.ca or uh, just download the app. It's uh, user-friendly. Uh, signing up, by the way, simple and easy. Uh, and get started with the uh, in the amazing world of sports with Botano. Hundreds of betting options for events, game day, uh, same-day parlays with BetBuilder, live in-game betting, and the most competitive odds on the market. Uh, also, they have super odds and enhanced odds for different games, including the Ottawa Senator games. Bet every game with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, go to Patano. The game starts now. All right. Speaking of the game starts now, the arena issue. So I've been waiting for this because we've had to have a new mayor take over. Uh, and then there was always going to be the comment, well, what about public funding for the arena? Here's what I think is going to happen. Uh, one, there won't be, here's a check for $100 million to help build your arena. It's going to be, we will build all the sidewalks, all the roadways, all the infrastructure needed to get in and around your arena. We will help facilitate all of that stuff, but they're not going to help build the arena. That's my guess. They'll probably get provincial and federal funding for various projects around it. But again, it won't be to help build the arena. It'll be everything around it. So that's what I believe will happen. And I'm okay with that. Listen, they're going to bring millions of dollars in tax revenue with concerts, games, all that stuff. So uh, before we get bent out of shape, I don't think they're going to help build the arena. I just help think, I think they're going to help facilitate it being constructed. Hmm. Which is a win in itself, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I, whatever group comes in is going to have to carry the load on the, on the finances, I think. Um, but I, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it should be public funded. I've I've always kind of thought that about buildings. Um, I I would like to see whatever ownership comes in, you know, come in with it with a splash and say, here's the rink that we're going to build and and where where our sons are going to play for the future. Um, and I do I, they're going to bring in a ton of money. Um, so mm -hmm. I have, I agree with you, and I I absolutely love the idea that, um, they'll build the infrastructure surrounding it. But I think the rink should fall to the team. I always, I've always felt that way about teams and, and, and their buildings. Agreed. I was going to make a bad, Completely I was going to make a, I was going to make a bad joke of what if they propose, they would maybe say, well, we'll make that COVID app a little bit better that the federal government spends all that money on. <laughs> we'll do it improved. <laughs> Don't do it. Hey, Look at Wally right not now. The time. Not the time. <laughs> no. I, I'm just waiting for us to move past this. Yeah. 
<laughs> just joking. I'm just. I listen. I. There's going to be a lot of money. The COVID shows next TV. week. Oh God! I'm ah, so nice. Whoever buys the team, it's a lot of money. They're coming in with deep pockets. Um, you know, I yeah, I agree. There'll, there'll be some infrastructure on the outside, making sure everything's perfect, and that that's where I can see the money coming in. And and I think that's they're aware of that. Like I'm not sure. I know the real estate developers, and there's plenty of them in the the list. No ways of loopholes of getting stuff built with knowing how to get financing based on tax breaks. That's okay. I get that. But they're also coming in to this is a real estate play. We've said it all along, and I and I believe that this won't be an issue to get this built privately because they all have deep pockets. Like everybody on the list. I haven't they, yet found well, anybody they, who's not under a billion dollars. Yeah. They ha they have the money to do their own rank. It's not a concern. Of yep. course, you're going to take a shot. Of course, you're going to take a shot and see why that's what any good businessman does. Hey, can we get some yeah. public funding here? That's how business works. Yep. And if not, if not, whichever group gets it has the pockets to do this and it's not a concern. It'll get done. And that's what happened at Le Breton with Melnick. And not Ruddy, but Melnick went to the mayor and said, well, okay, you're going to pay for this. Two, and, 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 two totally, and two totally, and two, and two totally different situations. The, uh, with, with Melnick's camp, not everybody knew they didn't have the money to do it. And when they got the bid, it was like, Oh, okay, we got the bid, but we don't have the money. And then you're trying to get somebody else to pay for it. So totally different situation. Now everybody knows it. Uh, yep. new ownership coming in, have the deep pockets, we'll do it, not a concern. It's just, a, it's, the, hey, it's uh, a good news day, right? It's something to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. So one other thing, and I, I, I want to get back to one of the owners that we've not talked about, but um, I don't, I'm getting more and more of a feeling, and Ian Mendez has reported on this in The Athletic, I don't think this is going to Le Breton. I think this is going to go to another parcel of land that's bigger, that they can build more, buildings and more infrastructure on because it generates more revenue that parcel of Le Breton now appears to be too small for some of these developers i don't think they're Levine. going to Le Breton, and i think they want to avoid the ncc which is the national capital commission yeah where are they going then where do you what's what's your i was gonna say what's 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 so, out there what's there's a couple of places there's the so across from the ball diamond or the rink sorry the ball field uh, there's the old RCMP building. Now, Mendez has speculated yeah. all these in his articles. Uh, so uh, I suggest you go if you want more in-depth to read the art, the Athletic. But that's one. There's another one on Lee's Avenue uh, he's discussed. There's also the old D&D &D building, which is downtown. Um, they all, like, there's all separate. And I think there's another one of possibly near the uh, Ottawa Hospital. I'm not 100% sure on that one. I just know... You, Bill Daly has talked about it, and the mayor mentioned it yesterday. About they aren't—they're saying whether it's Le Breton or somewhere else where the owners might want to build, we'll leave that up to them. I don't think this is going to Le Breton. It's it's it's, when those, it's unfortunate when those comments come it, out. You know they're looking yeah. somewhere else. It's unfortunate yeah. that that uh, that Sarah Leader and his group did such a good job with their presentation back back when the two groups. <laughs> Yeah. It's so unfortunate because if it would have went to the other group back then, there was more land available, but 
Yes. How do you how do you award something to somebody that doesn't have the money to do it? <laughs> like they didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's well, so, because so it was simple. No, but Eugene said, "I'm not moving there. I own the team, and if you can't put an NHL team in that building, then there's no point building the building. There, they had no <laughs> but choice. Back, back, yeah. But but back back to give it back to then. But back then there was so much land, and here's the thing. Yes, the rink is important, but out of the calendar year, there's 42 home dates plus exhibition. That's everybody. Everybody thinks Playoffs, you're making yeah. your money off. Of, Playoffs, everybody thinks final. you make a hockey team. That's not where. That's not the play here. It's not. You're not. You hope the hockey team breaks even. It's it's with all the other stuff, and uh, that's that's right. what people. It's why do you think people want it at Labrette and Flats? It's and everybody talks about well. The uh, people from Gatineau were going to come over to watch hockey, and the people from from uh, Orleans, no, all those people are going to come in to watch concerts and venues that are there for the other, whatever whatever it is, three hundred, two hundred and fifty days of the year, because because this facility will be, the way it's going to be built, it's going to be able to be converted over in a day, in like half a day, so right away. Like I, I, the, the team's not even going to probably practice there. It's going to have something going on every single day. And that that's that's where the majority, yep. obviously from the real estate money's coming in, whatever projects, condos, or whatever it is, but it's it's the venues. And that's why you're seeing groups like Nico Sparks so interested in this because you see what you can do as far as a venue goes. And the yeah, so it's the hockey yep. part is just such a small part of hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It feels I like we've been talking about Labrette Flats since, I mean, I remember talking well, about this in the locker room when I was there, and the running joke in the locker room was the only players that are still going to be playing for the Sens when this gets done are Curtis Lazar and Chris Neal. <laughs> like we used to say, the only players <laughs> playing in that building are Nealer and Laser. That's what, that's what we used to say. We were like, who cares? None of us are going to be here by the time this gets done. It's amazing that we're still talking about it because uh, it was Curtis Lazar's rookie year. We were like, the only two guys still left are going to be Laser and Nealer. <laughs> and uh, we, we figured we were going to have to carry Nealer out. But um, I, I would just – the hockey is going to be such a small part of whatever building gets built 
near downtown. It, it really is. It's, and what's going, where are they going to practice? That was, that was my, are they going to practice at the Sensplex every day? Because the guys all live, you know, Westboro, Canada centric. So if you put a rink downtown, you have to find a place for these guys to skate every single day now. Um, and the guys aren't going to want to well, go out to Canada anymore. I mean, is the CTC just going to stay there for a practice rink? Yeah, there's all kinds. No, of, there's all kinds uh, of. There's all kinds of. There's all kinds of rinks you can convert into a practice rink and. Yeah. Or build one. around the area. Or build a little or build one, one or build one something like that. One of the other things too is a lot of arena. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but common theme now for these arenas is to put the practice rink at the arena, right? New yeah, Jersey's yeah. done it. I think Edmonton's done it. Columbus, Detroit did it. Um, yeah. I, right. could, I, I mean, I, so, guys, I couldn't believe you guys have seen Detroit. Have you seen Detroit, Yorkie? I've never I seen it. I haven't been there like yet. That. It is. Is it good? Man, it is ridiculous. Yeah. When I walked yeah. in there, I was like, was I playing in the American League the last seven years? Like, and, and that's no disrespect. It was just, <laughs> yeah. I could not believe the setup that these guys have over there. And I, I remember telling the young guys there, I was like, the grass is not greener. Boys, this is as good as it gets. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you're losing right now, and some of you guys want out. This isn't, it doesn't get better than this. <laughs> Could not believe the Illich, it. The Illich family revitalized a, a large part of downtown Detroit, Foxtown. There, Bobby, like Huge. that was, yeah, that that was rundown area that nobody wanted any part of. It was a lot of crime going on, and it's, it's so they had so much land to, to work with, and that 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 family they own they own a big part, a big chunk of downtown there. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's next it's level, phenomenal really turnaround. Yeah. yeah. So part of that arena, and I. Side note, um, they have the Detroit Little Caesars hockey teams, and there's like five or six of them. They go from whatever it is, U12 to U15. They have men, uh, boys and girls. So we were doing an interview with DJ Smith in one of the locker rooms, and I'm in here going, and it's over on the practice facility side, but they all have their own locker stall. And then in the back, they've got their own change area. They've got the shower set up. they got the smart boards. Upstairs is the workout room plus the uh, homework room, the study room. Uh, the cafeteria, whatever, like this is for minor hockey. I was like, so I, I remember yeah. taking a video to send to my son and that's all he wants to do now is play at these places. Cause it's for the setup is phenomenal. That's just for minor hockey. It, the, yeah. the arena is beautiful. It is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I haven't seen anything else like it in that trickles down from an NHL club all the way down to little Caesars. It's just, yeah. um, and, and you know having been I, I was there in a COVID year so some of those things were kind of restricted at the same time but every single part of that facility was just next next level it, it, yeah. insane it, walking just walking out it's like Pittsburgh in a way walking out to the arena through like that restaurant area that's just it's just beautiful like the whole yeah. setup is anyway uh so a new arena for Ottawa will be fantastic when it does that when that does indeed happen but Likely, it's talked about they will either level the CTC or they'll convert it somehow. But there's talk of that land is a million dollars an acre. Well, you're gonna put up a bunch of Minto homes. <laughs> it's gonna be another. It's gonna be another subdivision <laughs> real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we well, need we need more because the, money, the Tanger outlets is just banging. So we need to <laughs> we need to put more. <laughs> it's getting more better, Bobby. <laughs> Is it? Okay. I love I this going in there. I was like, yeah. Although I'm yeah. pissed off. Minus... They shut down the they shut down the Cole Hanout. That was my go to for shoes. Gone, Wally. You must have yes, me that too. Place. That was your spot. That's my oh, all my man. shoes are Cole Han shoes. Yeah. yeah. And now Nordstrom's Sad day closed. Yeah. Uh yes. 
moving back on to uh, the topic of the day. So anyway, I do believe they're going to have to build a practice facility. And the practice facility they have now, Bobby and Yorkie, as you guys know, is garbage when it comes to NHL standards. Mm -hmm. You have to drive in your equipment to the practice facility. It is the, it's like (laughs) Bobby home dresser. There's nothing worse than dress and drive, eh, Yorkie? There's nothing worse dress than and dress drive. and drive. <laughs> dress and drive. Especially when it's minus every... 30. Right, yeah, and then you're like, yeah. And you're, yeah. There, and, you know, some guys would, I, I always hated it because I, I would just put all my gear in a bag and get dressed over there, but other guys would get fully decked out and just throw their skates on when they got there. It was always, it was just a cluster. I, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But, yeah. and, and then that, yeah. that rink doesn't get warm. So your hands never warm up. Goalies are like, I remember Andy was like, I'm not going down once today because we're at the senseplex. So he would just, <laughs> he would just stand there and he'd be like, guys, can you just shoot at the pads? Don't hit my hands. It's freezing in here. I don't feel like, I don't feel like catching one. When I was in the minors, down, when, I was in the, when I was in the minors, I was playing an Adirondack Detroit's firm team. We had a practice rink. <laughs> was so friggin' cold. It was colder in the rink than it was outside. Guys were wearing toques under their helmets. Guys had like those little scarfs on. You had gloves under your <laughs> under your gloves. It was crazy. And you, you're on the ice like just you can't wait for practice to be over so you can get out of there. Like it's uh not fun. It's it's one of those days nobody stays on the ring for extra shots. You just get out of there. Yeah, out. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they do need a new practice facility, no question. Um, one of the last groups I want to talk about, um, and we've all talked about Michael Andlauer, uh, the Remington group, obviously. Uh, Rocco Tulio is another one. There's rumors that he and Andlauer are paired. I don't believe that to be true whatsoever. Um, he's the owner of the Oshawa Generals. Graham Rustan just recently uh, surfaced along with the First Nations group. Um, it's interesting because Graham Rustan... Uh, it was friends or his friends with Eugene Melnick and his family, uh, close friends. And, and Rustan has a place in Carlton Place here. He tried before. He said, he's told me in the past that he offered always to get uh, to invest in with uh, the Sens and Eugene wouldn't offer it up. He said, if you ever want a partner or an investor, let me know. So he was never, they never got to a deal, but he's offered it before. And so that's an interesting one that's just recently come forward. And the First Nations groups, uh, they have billions of dollars in their pockets. So uh, deep pockets for sure. Uh, be interesting to see where all this plays out. But that's just an update on uh, the Graham Roostand, who also, by the way, he owns the Hockey News, if people are wondering. And he's the company that wow. still makes wood hockey sticks, owns all the wood hockey mm. sticks. Um, and he's making like millions of these sticks because they go all over the world for people who obviously you can't afford the $400 uh, one-piece stick. So anyway, uh, all right, I want to move on. Uh, to today's game where they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning today. By the way, Corey Perry in Arnprior last night watching, I think it was like his cousin or something play uh, Junior B Hockey, and he was the uh, star attraction at the game last night as he went to watch. Oh, cool. The worm. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be an it's, We'll never get him. A, he'd be an interesting guy for the show. Oh, uh, well, you know, we just – just love hockey. <laughs> yeah, I would love. I would love to have him on the show. <laughs> how many years it, did you well, play? Work on like, that. How, many, how many years did you play? Six with him? years. I played. Yeah. I was just. I actually so, just counted the other day because somebody asked me. Six years with the worm. Yeah. What was so he like? Can off you the get ice? him? What? Uh, no, he'll never. He'll never come on the show. Um. He he avoids media. 
very, yeah. very well. Um, we're not media anymore. Absolutely... We're just some buddies. Storytellers. What's he? Is he a good guy? He, 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 one of the best. Yeah. He's very, um, I'll say this. The first year I played with him, I scored 30. Um, my rookie year. He w Until you're in his group, he's not, he has no time for you. Once you're in, you're in and you're, and he's great with you. But like we were line mates and he barely talked to me or it wasn't that he didn't want to acknowledge me or anything. We talked about hockey and, and, and plays and things yeah. like that. But it wasn't until like I was, it was almost like I had to be solidified in his mind that I was going to be there for a while <laughs> to, for him to open up. And then once he opens up, he's one of your best friends and uh, absolutely love him. Absolutely love him. But he's got that. I mean, while you were in the media a long time covering him, he's got it. He's got this. He's got this air of superiority, but that's not him at all. He just he's just a certain way until you're on the inside, and then he's great. But um, he'd be a great get. We'll just never we'll never get him. He's, <laughs> I, he's I could text he's him. And he would. I I would text him and be like, "Hey, you want to come on the pod?" He would never answer, and then I'd say, hey, "How you doing?" And he would say, "Great, man. How's everything?" You know, we'd start chatting, but he would just <laughs> he would specifically ignore that question. <laughs> Work on. He it. sounds like. like uh, can we send like him a gift? A yeah, get him a gift. Get him a bottle. You know what? If the boys get him a bottle of Camus, maybe we'll talk him into it. We'll, we'll I'll talk to him. <laughs> you, you will be buying that because I can't afford that. That uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Bobby, sound that he's got a lot of old school in him, right? Because that's he's he reminds me the way you're describing him of a guy when I broke into the league where you had to because these the guys used to think, wow, this kid's coming in, probably thinks, you know what, this kid's. This kid needs to show me something before uh, I'm letting him into uh, my world. So you got to score. Ah, I got 30 now. Uh, Corey, is that okay now? Can I be your friend now? <laughs> yeah, are we are we tight now? Yeah. Good. <laughs> We've been line mates for a year. Are we good? Are we going to be talk? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, oh, that's I, I, would I don't know yeah. how often I interviewed him because you talk about the air, the aura around him. Because of the way he was on the ice of being a miserable prick, you kind of sense that feeling when you were in the room. Like he, he wasn't warm and fuzzy. So I'm like, I'm not wasting my time interviewing a guy that doesn't want to talk. So, man, I'm I'm gonna guess during the Cup final we had some interviews, but there wasn't a lot of interviews with Corey Perry. I don't think in my career. How would uh, how would how would how would Matt Duchesne and Corey Perry get along, Bobby? I know, I know how they got along. <laughs> I, I know how they got along. <laughs> Two my guess is they were, opposites. they were opposite. They were, you know, they were, they were far apart in the locker room is my guess. <laughs> oh God. Is there anything more you'd like to share or are we just... We're no, I mean, they don't dislike each other or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just... No, it's they, just personalities. They, they, they didn't just, mesh because... It, I know. Polar opposites. Polar oh, opposites. God. They are. Okay. Hey, there's, uh, there's some... There's, Wally, there's some, there's some guys that just yeah. love to do cartwheels, cartwheels in, front of the, in front of the media. And it actually... It rubs guys in the dressing room the wrong way. I'll, I'll tell you guys a quick story. I played with Tim Thomas in Boston. You ever play with Timmy, mm. Bobby? You ever play with Timmy? Um, uh, like any events? Did he make our Olympic team? Was he on an Olympic team? I, think I feel so. like he was on our Olympic team. I think he yeah. was. Mil but, Milzy, um, Quick, and Tim, I think. Yeah, yeah. So two things guys hate. 
two things guys hate in the NHL locker room. Number one, guys that overly eagerly want to talk to the media all the time and guys that celebrate after they win big pots on the card table. <laughs> so Timmy, <laughs> yeah. Timmy, Timmy did both of those things. Uh, we had a guy on our team, uh, Glenn Murray, great guy. He'd been in Boston forever. Muzz. And <laughs> Muzz couldn't stand him. Just because of those two things. And every time after a big win, and I love Timmy because Timmy, he's a great story, right? He had to grind, go over to Finland, didn't, didn't, you know, grew up him and his dad selling apples off the back of a truck. Yeah, tough upbringing. So I always sat with the goalies. I loved them. But other guys, when they saw Timmy after the game, he would give the reporters 20 minutes and he would hold court in his in his stall and guys would walk by or like oh here we go again he's talking again yeah. jesus christ it's like we lost two one he gets second star he's happy sure come on and then on the plane we'd have these big card games and it'd be a big pot timmy would take it down and just go yes <laughs> start cheering because he won <laughs> and murray would just look over and just laser beams over at uh at timmy thomas so but, uh, oh, God, yep. Two things. Never cheer when you win a pot, and don't talk to guys like Wally for over five minutes. They'll get you in the bad books with your teammates. <laughs> but listen. I love it. Some of those times, we they were the only guys to come out. Well, yeah, because they love yeah. it. They love it. I'll you guys go. all hide in the me, back. Me, me. Yeah, I need somebody. Yeah, we go right behind that tarp as soon as, as, soon as the... Yeah, Brian Morris would walk in and be like, "Boys, rooms open in two minutes." And you're like, "If I still have my skates on, I was like, those skates are coming off real fast." <laughs> if BMO said there was two minutes, yeah, we know the we're number doing. of people I just saw the back of them before they got to the tarp. Be like, "Bobby, yeah. wait, nope, yeah. didn't hear yeah. you." And then go sit in the stall. Tom and Barrasso, wait for and then and then BMO would walk around the back room, wait, looking for one guy, and you're just like head down, trying to yeah. trying to. Yeah. talk on your phone or do anything to to not be make eye contact and then he'd be like all right you're up all right, all right. i'll go talk to and we get the <laughs> we can't find him i don't know where he is back there I'm like <laughs> i've been back there there's only so many places you can go don't tell me you don't know where I he is find him. i would just i would go sit in the sauna some anyway. days <laughs> I, I hated the sauna but i would go hide in there <laughs> Tim Thomas, uh, I know we're off topic. Tim Thomas, the only story I really bothered that I missed was I went yeah. to the 2010 uh, White House uh, when they were getting oh. the Bruins were being presented to meet the president, and it started to be rumors uh, that Tim Thomas wasn't there. And he wasn't there. And we're like, but the PR people were like, uh, he, he just couldn't make it today. And then some of the yeah. players were like. Uh, it's too bad he couldn't be here. And then he could just get a feeling that something wasn't right, but we couldn't, we didn't understand at the time what was going on because that before then no one ever just blew off going to the white house. Yeah. Uh, and then it came yeah. out after that. He, he didn't want to meet Bar Barack Obama. And I yeah. missed it completely. So that was the one. I'll tell you what, me that I the last thing on Tim Thomas, I've never played with a goalie that hates being scored on more than practice than Tim Thomas. Like if you scored on him and skated by and say and like kind of give a fist pump and guys started doing it on purpose like there'd be a stick coming at you chase you try and fight you like just a competitor every single pro i loved it because you knew once game time was coming he he, he was dialed in but right. yeah he could he could i he could run hot but man 
what a story though, eh? Like it's such a crazy story of, of, of how long it took him to make it then winning the, winning the cup. And then no, it's, it's a very good story. And now he apparently just he lives in the a, woods. Yeah. I was going to say he would have been a treat during a COVID year. Wouldn't he? <laughs> he would have absolutely would have never seen him no no he would have been dropped for coverage real quick uh, uh, all right today the Tampa Bay Lightning are in town um this is, by the way Tim Stutzel playing his 200th career NHL game tonight uh, yeah. we know he's been uh lighting it up this is uh He's actually gone two games without a point, but he's only gone three games this year without a point. It's the longest streaks he's had this year. Here he stacks up against the all-time Ottawa Senators franchise leaders after 200 games. He sits fifth. Well, actually, he could probably end up being third if he has a couple of points tonight. Um, he will play his 200th game, and so he's got one more game. But Jason Spetz is the all-time leader, 191 points, with Yashin second at 181. Avlat 170, Alfie 169, and Tim Stutzla 165. He'd need a monster game, I guess, to move up. I was thinking he's off by a point. Yeah, but, um, but were all these guys a little – all these guys were a little older than him at 18, right, starting? Maybe Spets. Yeah, I think Havlat was the is the closest because Spets had to go play in the minors because Jacques wouldn't play him. So uh, – That's right. Yeah, I think Spets yeah. was higher – was older too. That's – and I was, uh, was going to look up – he is the youngest – uh, to have this many points in franchise history for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else we say about him. Special player. It's, I know. It's, you know, a couple years younger than all those guys and doing, I mean, what he's done this year is, and we've talked about it a ton, but mm -hmm. it, it's an impressive, impressive year. Um, don't know if he can repeat it because you got Josh Norris coming back next year and it's going to take away some touches, but at the same time, it's just, it's, <laughs> It's the big, been incredible the, to watch. The one thing we haven't talked about a lot is when did it happen? Three months ago, two months ago, when he started getting PK time. And he's yeah. scoring shorty. He's scoring shorties now. Like he's a threat. Like I, I love when coaches use skill guys on the PK because all the PK is, you got to work. You got to work. You got to take good angles, good stick. Um, Obviously, he has to work on his face-offs. That's one thing he needs to get better. That'll come in time. That's just experience, figure, figuring it out. But I, I, it's the PK guys, for me, at his age, his experience level, um, being thrust into that position now, and he's grabbed it, and he's handling it so well. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I said this before. I'll say it again. Um, Norris getting hurt. Uh, awful, awful, awful. But what it's done to the evolution of Tim Stutzla, this never would have happened. Yep had Josh Norris gotten hurt. It would it would have been a longer it would have been a longer progression to get to this level for Tim Stutzler. It just happened this much quicker. And say some guys some guys with this opportunity might have fell flat on their face. So just because he got the opportunity doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. He's the one that did it, but I it doesn't happen if, if Josh doesn't get hurt this quick. Yeah, not even so close. Where does confidence rank for hit like as playing a role in that high high because i'm and he here's the other thing is he knows he's not going to lose touches to anybody right now there's just nobody behind him in that in that space so he's going to get every face off he's going to get every opportunity in the offensive zone that will be shared a little bit next year when josh comes back and starts to play um so right now he the confidence part of it comes knowing 
that I can mess up because of where we're at and the situation, I'm still going to be afforded all of the, the luxuries of a number one center, but it will be a little bit of one, a one B next year, I think. So that's, that's a great Bobby. That's an awesome point. And I know we're not going to talk about to today, but I'm going to say <laughs> one thing. Drink. I'm going to say one thing about people and putting up points. The only way you can get 40, 50 goals in the NHL is to what Bobby just said. When there's a face-off and there's an offensive zone face-off, you're going over the boards. You're starting every power play. You're playing at least a minute and a half of that power play. You are on the first line. You are playing with the best team center. So this is where people are delusional. That yeah. think Alex Dabrinkit's going to be a 40-goal scorer on Ottawa. The reason he was a 40-goal scorer on Chicago, and you got to go through that roster, he played with Patrick okay, Kane. He's an act. Are we getting into this? Here. Just, just right. with the one point. And this is where it goes back to Stutzla and why Stutzla is getting so many points. You have to be a tremendous player, but you also have to have the opportunity and the perfect storm where you're getting all the offensive minutes. And to Bobby's point, there's no choice for the Ottawa Senators. They have Tim Stutzla as the number one center right now, and he's got so much confidence because he should. He's a great player, but there's also nobody else that's fighting for that position. And when you get 40, like Dabrinkit did in those Chicago years, there was nobody else to play there because the team was so bad. So you are, you're always going over the boards every single time because you're the best option all the time to do it. And that's it's very situational. Or else if you're on a team like Edmonton where you're Connor McDavid and you're just that good, or it's just, it's, it's just, you can ask Bobby, it's so tough to score 40 goals in the NHL. So many things have to go in place for you. And for Stutzla, bringing it back here, it's the perfect storm for him this year. And we'll see what happens when Norris is healthy this year because the coaching staff's going to have to figure a way how to make sure both centers are producing. So everyone will say, well, Next year, if, if Norris doesn't get 35, what's wrong with Josh Norris? Why doesn't he have 35 goals? Well, yeah, there's only so much offensive opportunities for everybody, and that's that's the thing. Brady Kachuk is never coming off the top line as a top left winger. So no. it's just, that's the way it is. What were you going to say? Well, it, it seems pretty obvious at this point for Tim Stutzla that we have to trade Josh Norris. They don't have to trade Josh. <laughs> they don't have to trade Josh, but, but I'm like kidding. Josh's role. But would you, did you see what Josh's role? What it was becoming more of. You're you're going to be the guy that plays against the top centermen, and that's the thing. Hey, what, what, once you get to a good team, that's what that's what coaching is. You have to figure a way how to make sure everyone's going, how to give everybody the ice time, how to how to allocate, and that's why you can't have six six forwards that that are all the same thing you need a little different that's how you build teams you, you need a guy that's going to go in that's why crosby for example plays with guys that are going to hunt pucks down that's why that's why hyman yeah. is valuable on edmonton that's why that's why you need a little bit of that's why Kreider for the new york rangers like it's it's brady um kachuk. and that's yeah brady kachuk it's you, you can't have all the same so and not that, uh, so anyhow, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting next year because we saw it this year, guys. 1A, 1B power play. I'm sorry. It doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't work. work. Nope. Nope. It's going to be a dogfight uh, for that top, that top unit. 
speaking of power play time, uh, we're seeing Jake Sanderson, I think, ascend to the top of the power play units here. I think we're seeing Jake Sanderson at maybe assume at, it's tough to say he's the number one D uh, when you have Chikrin and Shabbat on your left side as well, but he's done a pretty good job. Like, do we think that he's the number one D on this team right now? Oh, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm, an, I'm ready to say that about him. Um, but he's, but he's close. And here's the thing about that top power play unit. You don't have to be much as the defenseman there. You just have to get the puck to the flanks. You have to walk the middle and you have to be a threat to shoot. Outside of that, you're, you're kicking that puck wide and you're letting those guys go to work because they move it so well. Um, so, you know, that, that's the easiest position to play in the power play right now. You just, you just have to dictate which side of the ice the puck is going to and let those guys work. Um, you know, below the top of the circle. So honestly, I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and say, um, you know, anybody else can run it, but I do think that he is, you know, w with Shabby out, I think he's probably your best option. I, I, I like the fact that Chikrin can go in and like, and have that bomb from the point that keeps teams accountable and holds the middle of the ice more. But yeah, Jake, Jake just walks the middle of the ice so well and, and dictates which side that puck is going to that he's a very, very good fill. And I'm just not ready to give up on Chabby being up there because I think the guys have a lot of trust in him um, at, at the top to, to really settle things down. Yeah, and here this you know, is the dangerous thing. This is, this is the dangerous thing when you anoint players after a very small sample size. You The thing about playing in the NHL is you have to consistently be prove you're a, let's say you're a number one defenseman it's just not based over three weeks. It's not based over six months. It's you got to keep doing it. And I'll, Craig Ramsey, one of the best coaches I ever had, he used to say all the time, he goes, guys, the hardest thing isn't, isn't getting to the NHL. It's staying in the NHL. And for this point, obviously no, there's no threat of either player <laughs> losing their job in the NHL, but it's remaining consistent over time. And for these players at a high level, do I think Sanderson's going to drop off? No, I don't. But, I want to see him continue to play over time consistently at this high level. Listen, Tyler Myers won the rookie of the year his first year. He's had up yeah. and down and, and for whatever reasons, um, injuries, whatever you want to call it. I don't think it's going to happen with Sanderson. I think, I think he's going to be a premier defender in the league. I just, I hate to anoint guys based on very small sample sizes. This is his first year in the league. I think right now the way he's playing He's playing probably better than the rest of the defensemen. Not that the other ones are playing poorly. I just think his right. level right now is extremely high. He's defending great. He's got all kinds of confidence. He knows the coaches love him. Um, he's playing great. Jacob Chikrin, he's been great as well. And I'll say this, probably some adjustment time, getting used to a, a new city, all that. Um, I think you could put any three of those guys on that power play uh, because of this how and here's the thing ottawa's flanks are so talented kachuk is so good in front of the net and batherson's so good in in that position and then you can put Giroux out there whoever those forwards just know how to create time and space they know they're so good so for a defenseman not that it's not hard but you just you just have to make smart clear precise plays with the puck i'd say probably the toughest thing on that power play is making sure you get your entry because once you get your entry it's actually not, 
it's it's one of the easier power plays to play the point on because because the forwards just they take it down low they suck guys down with them then they pop it back up to the point then the defenseman usually has a high percentage play to make the one thing i will say though i love chikrin's wrist shot slash snapshot he gets it away really fast and there is a lot of velocity on it Um, so he could be there too but Again, that's what I said earlier. This is the thing with coaching. You got to figure out which guy gives your best power play the best chance. And, right, and right now, Jake Sanderson's working. So why change it? Right? Exactly. I wouldn't. Yeah. Nope. Don't mess with what's going Just on. Just an an interesting note. Uh, Thomas Shabbat averages three minutes fifty one seconds of power play time. And Jake Sanderson two twelve. And I know it's changed recently, but they both have the same number of assists. Uh, Al, uh, Shabby's got three more goals. Um, and like, listen, just listen, an interesting, Wally, one uh, thing. In fact, what, what, yeah, what, one thing, one more thing on Shabbat. Uh, and here's the thing: people have seen him for so long now, right? So he scores that beautiful goal the other night. He comes in, Giroux feathers oh, yeah. it across. People don't make a big deal of it because they're like, oh, well, it's Thomas Shabbat. Right. That's, that's 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 what he's supposed to do. Nobody's praising him. Nobody's going, ooh, ah. If Jake Sanderson makes that play. He's new. He's fresh. It's like we're probably talking yeah. about that for two weeks, right? I don't think anybody really made a big deal of that goal by Shabbat because they're like, as soon as he made a defensive play, they st- everyone started shitting on him again. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, like it's it's uh, he's become the whipping boy right now, right? I saw it happen to Wade Redden. I've seen it happen to Kravchuk for guys from my era. It happened. It, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. He's going through something right now. We'll see. I it's it's hockey is about being consistent over long periods of time. Yeah. Well, we, we tried to trade Chris Phillips every year for about ten years, right? Cody <laughs> CC, we did the same thing. Yeah. So it happened. If you're a high end D, it seems like you are targeted always, um, unless you're like Kale yeah. McCarr. But even we could go to Larry Murphy for that. We always go back to Larry Murphy, but uh, you get run out of town and then you start winning Stanley Cups. <laughs> yeah if you, if you make a lot of money if you make if you make a lot of money and yeah. your point with philly like wade redden made a lot of money when he played as soon as he was gone um just they're on to the next guy it's just hey it's it's the nature yeah. of the game that's yep. how fans are right next man up uh all right <laughs> time, time for lock of the day uh brought lock to you as day. always by potato go to potato.ca this is where the the game starts now because it gets good as i uh like to point out that, uh, well, we all won the last game because we all picked the Boston Bruins, so that was pretty simple. Today, is it going to be the same? Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning gentlemen are struggling of late. Only six wins in their last 16 games. Um, struggling. By the way, Nick Paul has a career high in 17, point, uh, 17 goals. Uh, the Sens have struggled against Tampa, but Tampa's been pretty good against the most teams in the league of the last few years. So... Um, Yorkie, we're going to start with you today. No, I, Who I've are went, you I've picking? went first. I've, I've went first every time. That's I'm not true. This time. Bobby yes. went first you're last going, time. You're going first this time. You always are cherry picking. Yeah, actually, first. yeah. You're you get first. to piggyback a lot of picks here. <laughs> 14 and 8. I don't, I, you're, I don't, going, you're going first. I don't piggyback any. Okay. Lead Who us off. Uh, Let's go. I, Tampa's going to be cranky coming in after losing in Montreal. They're going to be uh, Wally-like. Nikita Kucherov, so by Tampa's, the way. So Tampa's going to play like your personality, cranky, agitated. Yes. <laughs> That's what you're thinking? Yes. But 
Nikita Kucherov was held pointless in the last game. He has not gone pointless in two straight games all season long. Take the Tampa Bay Lightning to win this game. Wow. We got a great. Okay, so you're taking Tampa. There's yeah. Sorry, there it is. All right. Do you want me to go York here? Do you want to follow yeah, this up? I'm I'm going last. I want to piggyback off you guys here. <laughs> I am going to take. I'm going to take Tampa. I, I don't really want to, if I'm being honest, but just, we're seeing a Tampa Bay that's just coasting right now into the playoffs, and then we're going to see the real Tampa Bay. They they know how to turn it on. They've been there. They've done that. Um, they've won it every. You know. They've won, what, 11 of the last 12 playoff series, give or take. But I, but I do think after a game in Montreal where they dropped one, they're going to come out tonight and they're going to they're gonna find a way. Um, so that's my pick. Yeah, man, I was – I'm thinking Ottawa. Me but too. Last, <laughs> I'm thinking Ottawa, but I'm looking – I watched – I don't know if you guys watched that Pittsburgh game last night. They just beat Colorado, and I, I would – that that's that's a real. If there was any glimmer of hope for Ottawa, you're looking, you're watching the you're watching the standings. <laughs> they they got they got to win out now if they're going to make the playoffs. And I I think that was a dagger last night. Pittsburgh winning that game against Colorado. Yeah, I'll, yeah. We know who's starting for Tampa, Wally. As they haven't listed yet, is Vasilevsky starting? Do we know that? Uh, no, I don't. Too I early. Don't yeah. Too early. Eh? I'll take Tampa too. I'm flipping a coin, but I'm going to go with Tampa. I think Ottawa's, I think Ottawa's, uh, you know, they're going to be real in a bit here. Yep. So no ground well, to make way up to go for anybody. Your, oh, you know, you know who it's going to be. It's going to be Brian Elliott. Elliott, really? You know what? Imagine, really? right? I'm running out of room here. Um, can our guy behind oh, you're the scenes flip to Ottawa? I'm gonna switch because you know what I'm running out oh. of room and you just piggy you just piggybacked, you did exactly <laughs> what I thought you were gonna do, and you did it. And you know what I'm taking Ottawa, um, and, and only because, look, I mean, this is this is a guy that's just protecting his lead at this point, saying, "Hey, who's Bobby I'm or Wally taking? Trap. I'm gonna I'm go with that." So this is it. I'm I'm okay. I'm the biggest Sens fan on the on the. On the pod, <laughs> I'm taking. I'm taking the sends. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. I, I'm like. I, I'm, I up, don't... I'm up like four one in the third. Just dumping it in, sitting back. No. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I actually, I actually think yeah. Ottawa like can win this. Could be a rules really, committee. I think Ottawa could win this game. I mean, maybe Tampa's. I maybe Tampa's fine. Like they know where they're gonna finish. They're gonna finish playing Toronto. They're probably bored. Yeah. I should switch. I should switch my pick too. Don't don't you dare! Yeah. <laughs> you, you made your pick. You got to sit in it now. No, but you see, you guys are gonna make you, you me watch a precedent. Tennessee's yeah, playing yeah. tonight in the March Madness, so I I'm I'm gonna be flipping back and forth quite a bit. But um, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tweeting about this one a little bit. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna watch okay. this one. Yeah. Anyways, could go either way. Who knows? Ottawa's uh, Ottawa's so unpredictable. You know, you don't know what they, they're going to do. You, yes. You have no idea which team's showing up a lot of nights. No. <laughs> like, no. Is that fun as a player? No, you want a little more consistency than they get, I think. I, I, I think you want a little more consistency. But yeah. you know that Tim Stutz is going to show up. Brady's going to show up. Yeah. So they're going to have a night. I just, yeah, I just keep going back. It's it's really tough right now with the goaltending situation, that the hand they've been dealt. 
Like it's, yeah. you, you, you were down to your fifth string goalie the other night. <laughs> Thank God he had a night. Ferguson stopping 58 and <laughs> Sogart's probably, Hey, this guy, he's feeling the pressure. He wants to stay in the league. He played great against Boston. He played so well against Boston. Didn't get the win. It's been a while since he's won. Right. So it's uh and this is the, this is the thing about staying in the league. It's mentally it's grinding. You start doubting yourself. So we'll see. I I think I think he'll have a night whoever whoever's playing and that's for for uh, Ottawa tonight. So but I don't know. These the, these guys are so young, Wally. They're they're just going out and and uh yeah, sure they're thinking about it, but it's it's part of being young. You're inconsistent, right? Yeah. So guard 3 right and 1. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing over there? What yeah. are you thinking about? Wally, Me? what's going through your head there? No, Wally's got some yeah. Wally, Wally's got the browse furrowed right now. <laughs> oh no, I was just looking up stats for you. That's all. Yeah, and I was just trying to think of something fun to end the show with. I was just gonna say Thomas Shabbat remains our rock, but um, I don't know if that works. <laughs> <laughs> In Shabbat we trust. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we done? <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you guys next week. Uh, Bobby's yes. got a tea time. He's got to will... get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, I got a workout. I'm going to workout. Well, short Schwartz, he's got the calipers today for me, so I got to get to see him. Is it body fat day right now? It's body fat day. What do That's you not a good day. Right it's a, I used to hide in the sauna on body fat day. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got the animal ones out. The veterinarian calipers today. Hey, I I had the I, I bought it. Mean, this is how bad I was. I bought my own pair of those things. So that Danielle could do it on me in the summer. So I knew where I was at at all <laughs> oh, times. That's right. Schwart Schwartzy would always be like, I can't get a pinch because I would go in and rub lotion all over my stomach. <laughs> so that it kept sliding off. <laughs> Nobody knew how to curl this funny. thing better than me. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I told you guys, I, I told you guys the, the, uh, the Savard Castle uh, body fat story. Eh? Did I ever tell that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Well, you heard that, that one, right? Free time. Well, we'll save it next <laughs> save next it. show. Okay. I yeah, because right. yeah, I, I got a couple pinch still, in for a stories too. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, we'll save it for next week. See you next week, gentlemen, wherever you guys are. Yorkie, are you on the show? I'm home. I don't even know. I'm home. I'm here for the podcast. Some of only some of us go to Mexico and just enjoy the weather. Some of us <laughs> yeah, are a little more committed. <laughs> All right, see you, boys. Yorkie's but the week after that, life. I'm out. All right. <laughs> see you guys. See you guys. Take care. Coffee. Thanks coffee for watching, time. everybody. Safe travels. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 